Jackie Marie Byer, your host, here to help inspire you on your journey to create, grow, and enjoy a green, organic oasis. So let's get growing. Adios all. Hey, listeners. Welcome to the Green Organic Garden. It is Saturday, July 24th, and we have something new and super exciting today. We're calling it Soul Sisters Saturday, or it might be Friendship Fridays, depending on when it posts, but it is Saturday when we're recording. And I have my new co-host on the line who's here to share with us what's growing in her garden this week, what challenges she's had, and what's cooking in the kitchen from the garden. So here today is our Golden Listener of the Year from 2020, and now my new co-host for the summer 2021, and we'll see if we can keep it going after that. I know you guys are going to love her. Eileen Controne from New Jersey. Yay, Eileen! Hi, Hi Jackie. Nice to hear your voice. Sorry. It says Aileen in big letters, but I know it's Eileen, right? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Eileen to the left, Eileen to the right. (laughs) Mike and I had this big argument about it this morning, and I'm like, no. (laughs) Anyway, tell us, tell us about your amazing garden. And we're gonna do a full interview and go back because and talk about all the great things that you have done this year and put into place. But today. We're just going to do a short uh, talk about what's growing this week. So again, it's the middle of July, July 24th. Um, what, what do you got growing? I have some squash, some zucchini. Um, remember those 90 tomato plants? Boy, that has been the challenge. Let me tell you. <laughs> but um, that's so eggplant. What's plant. the challenge with the tomatoes? Oh, first of all, too many. 90 tomato plants, that is insane. That's insane to keep up with. <laughs> so um, the challenge has been, and plus the weather, it's been so much wet weather here in Jersey. I mean, I, it rains like at least twice a week. It's crazy. I mean, that's why we don't need drip irrigation. We don't need any of that, you know? And I'm, I'm thankful because I haven't had to use the sprinklers or anything like that. So keeping the um, that blight and the bottom end rot under control uh, with the tomatoes. That has been the challenge, but I successfully am growing tomatoes and they're ripening every day. So I get a big bushel full, like, you know, like a little basket, I don't say big bushel, but a little basket full of tomatoes every day to pick. So that's been successful and challenging. <laughs> the tomato so plant. How are, you, how are you meeting the challenge? What are you doing that's making it so your tomatoes aren't all going bad? Um, I've been doing a lot of pruning on the bottom for air circulation, taking out those bottom leaves, um, making sure that the tops of the leaves, um, I don't cut them back so much because I need them to shade the tomatoes to not get that sun squalled. Um, bottom end rot, I used a calcium, um, it's like a garden, garden lime, garden lime it was. You know, you had a guest on, Gary from the Rusted Homestead. Yeah, Gary Pilarczyk. Yes. yes. Well, I've been listening to him since February of 2020. And and look, you know, watching him on YouTube. Well, and he had a recipe. Turn me on to him. Yeah, he had a recipe for, it's a slurry of garden um, lime with vinegar and water. You make it in a slurry. You do so much with it. It's very easy recipe. And then you 
just put it all on the base of all the tomatoes to halt that bottom end rot because it literally is, it could be a water issue or a calcium deficiency. I happened to have success. It was a calcium deficiency because the bottom end rot stopped. So I'm very happy. <laughs> That's been the challenge, like I said, with the tomatoes. <laughs> Big challenge, but I'm growing them. They're beautiful now. Oh, they're gorgeous. Just gorgeous. And I have all different kinds. I have little um, plum cherries. I have, uh, I could go through a little, like Paul Robinson uh, tomatoes, uh, black cherry plums. I mean, there's so many different kinds of varieties that I did put out there, but I didn't know better because this is all new to me. You know, I, next year I'm not doing 90 tomato plants. Obviously not. <laughs> I'm going to pick the best ones. <laughs> I'm going to pick the best ones because I had to buy the straw bales. You know how expensive soil is, you know, not just dirt, but real good compost soil is so expensive that I decided to go with the straw bales to plant around the tomatoes to make beds out of them. And that's what I did. And I threw minimal soil in there. You know, I did a lot of the hugel culture. I threw um, branches, leaves, I kitchen compost in the bottom. That's how I started them all out because that's the, the only thing I could think of, you know, instead of buying like a lot of soil. So it's, it's, it's proven a challenge, but it's being, I'm successful because I can eat everything that I'm growing. <laughs> Nothing's gone bad, <laughs> which is terrific. Well, that sounds like a great place to go right to. What are you cooking? What's your husband cook? He does most of the cooking, right? What oh, are you cooking with oh. your tomatoes? Tomatoes, he makes, um, he does like a nice pomodoro sauce. Uh, he'll do a basil and tomato and egg, like a rat, uh, ratouille, they call it or something, where you kind of got to get everything in the garden, throw it in with tomatoes and make a light um, sauce with garlic oil. We use a lot of garlic in this house. So um it's that's what he's such a cook and the basil I'm growing too. He makes pesto because we don't use a lot of cheese. We'll throw walnuts in our pesto. We don't use pine nuts. You know, they're fine, but we just have more access to walnuts. They're a little bit less expensive. He'll make an almond and pesto. you know what else about walnuts? Walnuts are a great source of CoQ10, which is like an essential source that Americans need. So walnuts oh, are really healthy for you. Yeah, I love them on salad. I, you know, you just take a handful, throw it on your salad. I love him. So that's how he makes pestos. He, you know, he does every, anything that he, he just creates anything from the garden. He'll make um, sausage and peppers, throw tomatoes, you know, in, in it, instead of just having just sausage and peppers, he throws tomatoes in it. So he's very, very resourceful. My husband, I'm so thankful. Trust me. Cause I have a, I have a personal chef, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> how about that's you? Fantastic. I love that. How about you? What do you well, guys I have a do? Personal gardener. Yay! <laughs> so your husband probably feels like you, like I do about Mike. He's probably like, oh my goodness, my wife is growing me all these delicious foods. And he's probably having as much fun in the kitchen. I'm having fun. Last night I made two new recipes. I made an arugula, watermelon, walnut, and feta salad that I oh, yes. did on Drew Barrymore, oh. and it was so good. Oh, um, that's delicious. And then I also, I shared this recipe on Facebook, which I usually don't watch cooking videos and I don't usually share them, but I, I can't remember how I found this woman, but it was so good. And it made like this green salad dressing that was um, spinach and basil and then like a balsamic vinegar. And then it had like 
lemon zest. I didn't have, it called for orange juice and orange zest, but I didn't have that, but I had the lemon. <clears throat> it was so good too, the dressing. And it went with like a tomato, um, corn on the cob and peach avocado oh. salad. But oh. I ended up with a whole um, pint of the dressing to last me all week. It's so good. The dressing is like mostly the spinach, the basil. It had a little bit of garlic in it, um, the balsamic vinegar. It called for grapeseed oil, but I just used olive oil because that's what I had. And oh my goodness, you whipped it up in the blender and it is just so good. And then uh, who would ever think of putting, for me anyway, I would never think of putting peaches in the salad or watermelon in the salad. And both of those salads just came out awesome. Oh, they sound delicious. I do a watermelon and feta. Oh, that was delicious. Oh my goodness. Um, what was the other uh, recipe that you did? Was there one more? Um, well, the... The corn, tomato, and peach, the other part was the salad dressing to it. Okay. So it wasn't really, it was like, it, it seems like three, but it was really the one dressing that went on the salad. And I, um, and I, what was the thing about the salad that I added spit, the watermelon, or was it the, um, the corn salad? I didn't actually have tomato, so it was corn avocado tomato and peach was supposed to be the salad with the dressing but i ended up putting a ton of the regular spinach that i didn't put in the salad dressing so it had fresh greens because i'm just such a fresh greens and it made it more of a salad to me to have the bed of spinach with then the corn and peaches and avocados mixed in and then oh, yummy, yummy. Dressing on top i was worried it was going to be too spinachy but it wasn't it was really good so it seems like there were three recipes, but there were really only two. It was a lot of salad to eat in one night, but <laughs> I didn't have enough of the one, so I was still hungry. So then I was like, all right, I'll make the other one while I'm at it. But I have leftover today. I'm actually going to brunch at a friend's house, so I'm going to bring the leftovers. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And what was, has been your challenge in the garden? Did you have a challenge? Oh my goodness. I've had so many challenges because we have the opposite problem. I wish you would send us your rain because we are like living in a timber, like it feels like you're living in a matchbox, like the woods are so dry. And our biggest challenge is pretty much just trying to keep everything watered, keep the um, fruit trees watered, keep everything, just keep our, I mean, our sprinklers are running. We're having kind of a well problem. So keeping the water pressure going and just um different uh water issues and then mike also has a gopher that we've never had before that's eating his peas oh mm. so we're trying to figure out what to do with that so he goes down there a lot he tries to get the cats to go down there to just kind of trace him out i put mint i saw a post about putting mint around mm. their holes to kind of scare them off because it said mint, they don't like mint. He put blood meal around the peas the first day and that seemed to keep them out of there for a couple of days, but they've eaten all of our, it's interesting. They eat all the red cabbages, but they have not touched so far the green cabbages. Anyway, oh, wow. I'm only supposed to have one challenge and here I'm going on and on. So. That's okay. Try garlic, try some garlic. Ooh. I read something about garlic. Like literally just throwing the cloves of garlic around, like shredded garlic or anything. These bowls and go like they don't like it. It's too too much of a strong scent. I would not surprise me. 
Mike doesn't like garlic, right? That's why the people said the mint works because they said they don't like that strong smell. So <laughs> it might ward off like, Mike from the start. The first one Mike saw, he thought was pregnant. And like he said, it was like, he first he thought it was a rabbit. He's like, I've got rabbits. And then when he went closer, uh, we are, it's going to, Zoom's going to show this off. Um, when he went closer, he found out they were, I think they're actually called Columbia ground squirrels is what we have here in Montana, but whatever they are, they are just devastating his garden this year. It's kind of, he's having a lot of frustration between keeping the water running, how dry it is, and then these gopher. And I think part of the reason they're in his garden is because it's so dry out in the woods that they can't, um, they're not do you have rain, rain barrels do you have any rain barrels out there we do have some rain barrels okay um but just they we haven't had not rain not. we've had yeah. we've had one day of rain since wow uh, i think the middle of june oh that's scary which was this <laughs> wednesday yeah it is very scary and now there's a fire third like i need to get my evacuation box packed up so like we're ready to evacuate at any time because that's where we're at wow in the woods i mean and i i feel like we should have been ready at any time anyway because who knows I, you know my neighbor could start a fire and we'd be wiped out and just start, you know we'd let the know. all the cats it's bad in montana this year so anyway on a happier note we did eat our first cherry tomato the other day things are growing good and i gotta say listeners i learned as much from watching what eileen's doing in the facebook group when she posts her pictures on facebook when she posts on um instagram so if you want to learn as much from her as you've learned from my show too um make sure you follow her join the facebook group um check out what she's doing because it's just amazing and and listen to the podcast year and listen to these podcasts you learn so much <laughs> you do i mean it's it's been life-changing for me i've definitely gone from brown thumb to green thumb so oh, me? <laughs> well thank you so much for sharing with us today and we'll talk to you again next week my soul sister from the other side of the country and <laughs> from my show and i'm just so glad and friendship fridays I'm hoping yeah, maybe we'll get too. some more friends to join yeah. us and um, nice. And you can I learn that from. Idea. I know, and and so I know that's a big part of what podcasters like. I like to listen to podcasts and and join their groups, and so I think you're going to inspire people to join because just what you've got going is amazing. Yeah, what you're doing, Jackie, is amazing. Thank you for your friendship. It really is amazing. I have a beautiful oasis out there. So I'm very, very humbled by you. Thank you so much. All right. I love having a new friend like you. So it's all right. Nice. It's great. So all right. all right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Hey, listeners. So literally, as I was recording the update on Saturday, right after I got off the call with Eileen she was texting me a message but I didn't have my phone in the same room saying let's call it soil sister Saturday instead of soul sister Saturday and doesn't that make sense and then the other thing when I was listening to the update I'm sure all you master gardeners out there are cringing every time I say I'm so glad I got the dirt I'm so glad I got the dirt because I know 
you're not supposed to call soil dirt that you're supposed to call soil soil like dirt they say is the stuff that gets under your fingernails or like dirt is dead and soil is alive although I don't know my dictionary granted my dictionary is old but if you look at my dictionary one of the definitions for dirt is earth the soil like it literally says those are synonyms but you all know what I mean when I went to box of rain and got the bags of soil I felt the stress relief but it just makes me more thinking about like when I created free garden course the first chapter is all about healthy soil composting because I feel like that's such a crucial thing like it's been such a bane in my existence this summer is trying to find enough you know healthy so it's always Mike and I battled about the compost last year we've been out of compost this year like we just never have enough good healthy nutrients and like you know these bags of dirt or soil or whatever you want to call them that I bought certainly don't have any worms in them they don't have any living microbes in them you know they need um and I was kind of thinking about that this morning like I'm going to put these in these pots and I'm going to put these herbs in there and like wouldn't they be happier in the ground but I'm not thinking that way tubs this is good dirt. I do have lots of pots growing in the good, um, you know, that are growing nicely. So uh, I prefer the potting soil I get from Pico down at Big Arm. I'm sure this happy frog stuff is going to be good. It costs a small fortune. But um, and then the other thing Eileen came up with was instead of Friendship Fridays, we could call it GFF garden friend friday so do you want to be one of our gffs do you want to enjoy garden friend friday with us um isn't that sweet i love that idea garden friend friday are you a garden friend or garden friends forever i forget what it was eileen is certainly going to be my garden friend forever i hope you will too and Remember, I'm really looking for guests. Do you want to come share your story? I'm totally looking for backyard gardeners to interview with me. You know, you can go to the organicgardenerpodcast.com and there is a Be My Guest tab. You can download the questions and you can schedule your own appointment right there. Like uh, time, I do interviews on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturday mornings. Um, If none of those times work, you can always email me and we'll figure something out. But those... Or the times that I definitely have my mic out and I'm set to record. So I would love to share your garden journey. Do you want to be a garden friend forever with Eileen and I and join the amazing guests that have been on my show spreading your incredible wisdom and helping others learn from your successes, your challenges Tell us what your favorite tool is. Tell us what's cooking in your garden. Share a favorite garden book with us. You know how it goes if you're listening to my show. Um, And uh, hope you enjoy our first Soil Sister Saturday. And be a garden friend forever. Let's grow local. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.